Welcome to the Realtors Land Institute podcast, the voices of land, the industry's leading land real estate organization. Hello, this is Justin Osborne, accredited land consultant with the Wells Group Real Estate Brokerage. Today's podcast has Richard Thompson from United Country Real Estate with us. Richard began selling land in 1974 and joined the management team of United Country Real Estate, where he now serves as executive vice president since 1988. He participated in hundreds of land transactions as an agent and broker and assisted with many others nationwide in his current role. His experience includes farming wheat, soybeans, cotton, milo, rice, hay and cattle, which helps him connect with a broad range of sellers. His specialty is listing and seller representation. Today's topic is going to be winning large listings in today's real estate market. Richard, what do you have for us? Sure. Well, um, today we're going to talk about what you have to do to win large listings because uh, to win large listings, you have to do just a higher level of uh, performance and preparation uh, and have a higher level of knowledge and skill than you do other properties. So it's kind of all the things that we do in everyday real estate uh, at an extreme level. And we're gonna talk about today, getting the opportunity to present, which is a question that a lot of people have. And when I did the presentation at the RLI National Convention, uh, it, was, it was an area that we had more questions on uh, than any other. And then we're gonna talk about competing with experienced agents um, when you know you're just trying to get a foot on the ground and get into uh, that area because experience is incredibly important in larger properties. We're going to talk about competing with auctions uh, because auctions, um, a lot of large properties are sold at auction and they choose the auction method. And so, you know, maybe a better a better uh, I guess title for that that segment is. Um, you know how to how to take advantage of the auction option. Uh, so we'll talk about that, and then the big thing we'll talk about, and you'll hear you'll hear this throughout uh, the 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 day or the or the the session is creating differentiation uh, because today there are so many good realtors out there that you know it's really hard to to win just based on the fact that you're good at what you do. You've also got to provide something that the seller sees as uniquely different uh, for their property. Well, that's great. Yeah, there's definitely a lot that goes into it, you know, and when you talk about higher level marketing, um, higher level knowledge and skill, you know, that's exactly why we're doing this podcast right now is for the the different realtors out there and the different RLI members uh, to give them kind of some ammunition and some knowledge to help separate them from the competition that they might be going up against on a listing appointment. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, one of the things that uh, that we do, when, you know, we think about when we're going out for a listing uh, presentation or, or even when we're trying to get that presentation, and we're trying to uh, to get uh, invited to the table. Um, 
you know, we, we look at how we do that. And so it's very hard to do when uh, you don't have something like that in your history. And so what is a seller really looking for when they say they want experience? And, and I had this happen to me early in my career. I had a huge listing um, that I just knew I was going to get. Nobody could have worked longer on the presentation. I felt like uh, I felt like the seller liked me better um, than they did uh, the other people who were after the listing, uh, but I didn't get the listing. And so um, we look at what the seller's really saying when they say experience. And so, you know, what they're saying is that they want competence and confidence. And so those are things that experience gives you. Well, what's another way that you can get those things? Well, Competence and confidence are both things you can get from training. And I've seen such an increase uh, in both those things, especially competence uh, with the increase of uh, an emphasis of RLI uh, on good land education uh, in the last few years and the ALC designation. You know, we, we think of that designation as uh, being able to put that on our letterhead and use it in our advertising. But um, there's a the, the big value that we get from that is uh, training in, increases confidence and it increases con competence. And so the better you're prepared, the better chance that we're going to have uh, to, to uh, you're going to have to get uh, invited to the presentation and then to do really well when you get in there. Uh, to talk to uh, prospective sellers. Well, and I, I'd be curious to get your point on this, Richard. You know, some of the early on in my career, um, I didn't have, you know, that confidence, but there was some other senior agents that did. And my mentality was, man, I'd much rather have 50% of something than 100% of nothing. And some of the biggest deals that I closed early on in my career was because I went and brought in some co-listing agents that had that confidence and competence a little bit more than I did. Absolutely. And that's the number one thing when we talk about competing with experience, that's the number one thing that we, that we know to do. And I didn't, I didn't have it either. Like you said, when I, when I was going at that big listing, I didn't have that network around me. And certainly RLI is a great network, uh, but you want to establish people if you're working on properties, you get to know the person you're working with. And let's say you, uh, you're you in an area where they have ranch land and, and you know somebody who sells large ranches and you can bring them in then to help you get the listing and, and help you work on it. You can, in effect, borrow their experience. And so you look at establishing networks for a variety of property types. You might have somebody for uh, for crop farms, somebody for ranches, uh, somebody for transitional land uh, or recreational land. Another thing that people often overlook is, and in our business, you know, we're not uh, we're not restricted to as small an area. So you literally need to think about a network of people in different ge geographical areas. Like I did a deal. I live in McKinney, Texas. I did a deal once out on the Rio Grande River. It was 12, 14 hours from me. 
um, I knew very little about that market and I didn't really have a lot of time to learn about the market. Uh, and so I, I worked with people who were familiar uh, and brought them in and used their uh, expertise. So you wanna look at geographical areas that you might someday uh, be working in. And another thing you wanna do if you are an experienced agent is you wanna build your network by reaching out to good young brokers and associates uh, and, and almost mentoring them in a way that you have a network of people who are coming to you uh, to work together. And I think that's something we do more, a lot more now in the real estate business uh, and land business than we did 20 years ago, uh, but it's not as commonplace still as it needs to be. Well, I think that's a great point. Let me ask you this. What do you see in the auction industry and how we can use that you know, to either work with us or against us in uh, this industry here where we're trying to win larger listings? Absolutely. Yeah. That, and that's very much uh, a reality. And so I go back again to when I had my brokerage and very often the largest deal that would happen in my market uh, in any given year would be an auction. And while I would have loved to have had those listings, I would just concede and because I didn't, I didn't do auctions. And so um, today is becoming even more common and there's lots of reasons for it. Uh, the seller, sometimes it, you, know, you don't, sometimes you don't have really the opportunity to convince that seller to do a conventional sale as opposed to an auction because there are reasons that the seller needs or has to sell at auctions. Auction, like they, they need to know the day the property will sell. Uh, maybe they have an ownership dispute and they need to settle that with a, a, a very clean sale where it goes up, everybody has the same chance to buy it and um, it's done uh, at the end of the day. So, you know, there's, there's a couple of things we can do. Number one, if it's if it's uh, if it is a situation where you might have a chance uh, to convert them to a conventional sale, you've really got to do a killer presentation. You've got to do over the top uh, research and go in there, and you got to sell really hard. But the best way and the way that's going to expand your business and help you grow more than any other is again to partner with an auctioneer. And experience is always, always important, but it's incredibly important in the auction business, so much more so than we think it is sometimes. And it's not about getting up there and calling the bids. Those guys, and I've, I've studied this, um, and I went to auction school myself, I've worked on uh, from the uh, inception of when we implemented auctions and became intentional about auctions. Um, I've worked on uh, that program. Um, and, you know, we did that for the same reason that many others did, is that, you know, we didn't want to concede those, those big deals anymore. So um, the auctioneer has experience in marketing, uh, the psychology that goes into auction. So the best thing you can do is, 
go to a lot of auctions yourself. Uh, at worst, you're going to learn what you're competing with. At best, you go to different auctions. You'll find somebody who you connect with, who kind of you think shares your philosophies and find a good partner uh, in that business. And that's the best way to compete is to go out, find a good partner uh, and equip yourself to, uh, to get some auctions yourself. Early on in the conversation, you mentioned um, kind of the value behind the ALC designation. And I'm, I'm so glad you did that because I personally have seen significant value. I mean, when you can go out there on a listing appointment and say that you have a designation that less than 1% of all the realtors in America have, it really separates yourself from them. And I'm just wondering, is there anything else that you've seen out there, Richard, that is just a no-brainer, uh, whether it's marketing or designation or accreditation that the listeners need to be focusing on to separate themselves? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And so what you really, what you want to be sure of is, uh, and, the, and the ALC designation is a perfect example, you want to be able to explain anything that you do and the way that it separates you from the others. So that's called differentiation. And no matter what business you're in, um, that's the most expensive item. That's what proves whether you're uh, just another commodity or whether you really have something of value is the differentiation that you offer. So uh, with the ALC, a lot of people would just say, you know, that they had the designation, maybe that it was a lot of hard work, but you'd really want to be able to explain to the seller why that makes you better. Just like you said, 1% have it. Um, and, one, and, and, and during that, during that, we spent this much time intensely studying, you know, marketing this kind of real estate or investment real estate the kind of property uh, that the seller has. So the big thing, again, that's a piece of it. The big thing is differentiation and whether it's the designation or if it's a marketing program that you have, you know, one of the challenges we have a lot of times is we go out to a presentation and we realize that the, the other people who are presenting are, are doing, are advertising the same publication, same websites, uh, that we are. And so we look at how do you differentiate when those kind of situations come up and it comes right back to what I said about the designation, you know it better than the competition. You know why you advertise there and what the benefits are to your seller and you explain those to the seller. So you just take it another step further uh, than just saying that you advertise there. What's your experience when you're when you're talking to these sellers? You know, it can take a, a long time to sell some of these properties and every market is different, certainly across the United States. But in my experience, these larger transactions take quite a bit of time. Um, how do you deliver that message to the sellers uh, when a lot of time timing is of the essence? Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, and I think educating the seller you know, the seller thinks we're going to list a property and put a sign on it and somebody's going to come by and drive it and, and, and buy it. And so 
I think it's important to educate that seller up front that we want to sell it tomorrow if we can, but we're putting, here's the marketing plan that we're putting into place for this. And it's going to be getting out there and we're going to be producing uh, interest tomorrow, but this plan is a long-term plan that's going to keep uh, working for us. And then I would also have other properties that have sold, show them how long it took to sell those, sell those properties. A really good thing to do if, uh, if you're selling your, your listings uh, in less time than the market average, that's a really good thing to show the seller that you can sell in less time. So another thing to watch for is that could be a key to whether or not this is an auction property rather than a conventional listing. So you always want to listen in any listing presentation. But like I said, as the price goes up, these things become more important. So you always want to listen to the seller's needs. And you're pre you don't it this is a difference, I think, in our business now and in, in 10 to 15, 20 years ago, you know, we a lot of times we'd go in and talk about the agent and all the properties we've sold and all those things. Today, uh, sellers are more sophisticated and they want to know what you can do uh, for their property. So you want to specifically tie that presentation to their listing and their needs. And so when they tell you, um, I need to sell this property quickly, you need to dig in and try to get to the bottom of that. It may be that you need to take it to auction uh, from the very beginning or do one of the things that we do uh, very often is a blended method uh, when we have a, a, a flag like that where we'll advertise a property, create interest, and then if we don't have it sold, we'll take it to auction uh, in 90 days or so, that kind of thing. Well, yeah, there's definitely a lot of kind of different tools for us to put in our toolbox when we're going on these large listing appointments. You know, you mentioned the importance of education, and I cannot agree more with you. I think that, you know, it's a great opportunity for the listeners to really take advantage of the Land U education program uh, that RLI offers, where if they can gain expertise, that can help them acquire and conduct these larger transactions. Absolutely. And Land U is a great program. Um, you know, we just don't have a lot of real estate land education available to us. And I know lots of times when we're talking about, you know, NAR uh, in our markets, you know, people are like, well, it's, you know, more residential. And so uh, Land U uh, and, the R and the RLI convention uh, that's some of the best land education you can get. And so I look at it and, and right back to what I said earlier about education, uh, you know, that you're exuding uh, confidence and competence uh, because you've been through education. It, it's very similar to an athlete who goes to practice. And sometimes practice is really not a lot of fun. And sometimes you're, you're, uh, doing repetitive, uh, you know, things that, but what you're doing is you're, you're honing your skills and you're getting better. And 
that's what you do uh, at, at those programs. And so I would I would just recommend to anybody who's serious about uh, large land and competing large land transactions that you and your you, you and you get your associates involved with uh, quality real estate education. Richard, you mentioned the word differentiation a couple times, and I, I really like that word. Can you go into a little bit more detail on how we can be successful at doing that, please? Sure. And I think it's a key element for any business. And if uh, if you watch the TV show Shark Tank, um, one of the things they'll do on there is they'll say, what can what can you what can you do uh, that's different? Why couldn't I just go out and do this myself? And I saw uh, one time that was attributed to Shark Tank that said better is not differentiation. And so I went to their I went to their website um, to to confirm that because I to confirm you know uh, that those things are true. And I was I was amazed at the at the at the priority that they put on differentiation. Their top 10 list of business lessons, number one is differentiation. And um, they uh, they say people don't care, you know, what you do. Uh, they want to know what what's a, what's special to them. And I can remember going out to a, to a seller one time and um, again, early on in my career, and he said, well, what is it that you can do for me that I can't do for myself and that no other realtor can do for me? And so again, to create differentiation, you have to look at what you're doing and you have to present it in a way that's advantageous to the seller. Because that's really what the seller's looking for is what's something that's different for me. So sometimes you can do it with the same tool and just presenting it more completely and and uh, than uh, everybody else has, but you have to be different again. And like I said, not just better, but different. What do you do this different? A lot of realtors, unfortunately, but this is a fact, a lot of realtors try to differentiate by cutting commissions and by offering a lower commission rate than anybody, uh, any of their competition. Um, so that's the wrong way. To, it's not it's going to be the most expensive way to differentiate the way you differentiate is by creating value in your offering and you know it extremely well uh, and show it to to seller value what you're doing uh, and how you are different yeah and when you know you get this alc designation um, I've heard a lot of great stories about agents doing the exact opposite of what you just said, having success in raising their commission. Exactly. Yeah. And and uh, we like to talk about affecting our rate of commission, you know, because it the obviously a seller is not going to want to pay any more than they have to pay. But when you're in a presentation and you're showing them things of value that they want you're going to be able to protect that rate and not have to cut to create differentiation. And, and like you say, the ALC designation is one thing. It's, it's just very similar to any other profession. You know, if you, you know, if you went out to, to get medical treatment, uh, 
you know, and you're getting, you're getting, uh, you, you know, somebody that has their, their medical degree, you know, as, as uh, opposed to an intern, you know, it's, it's kind of the, kind of a, that's probably not a great analogy, but it's, it's very similar. So uh, it comes to what I said is, it's not just having the ALC designation, but it's you understanding what it means so you can communicate to the seller and explain to the seller how that has value to over uh, somebody else who, uh, who doesn't have that. Yeah, exactly. They're willing to pay for value. Well, that's well said. Richard, I'd like to just thank you so much for joining us today. I don't think there is not a land agent out there that wouldn't want to learn more about winning large land listings. I know you presented on the topic at RLI's 2020 Virtual National Land Conference in March. And so anybody that's listening that wants to watch that recording, they can access it through RLI's new Land Expertise Hub for members. Additionally, RLI invited you to write an article for our Terra Firma magazine on the topic, which our listeners can read in the Summer Summer 2020 edition. Thanks to everyone for tuning in on today's podcast. If you are interested in learning about how RLI can help you win large listings through the expertise and camaraderie that they offer, make sure to visit rliland.com.